This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Hello, Mike Kako. Welcome to a new episode of What School You Went? Start every conversation with that question. I'm Ron Mizutani. And today we're going to be helping raise awareness about a crisis that needs our attention. We're talking about youth suicide. In 2019, the state of Hawaii led the nation in the number of teens who attempted suicide at least once in high school. According to the U.S. Office of Adolescent Health, one out of every 10 Hawaii teens tried to commit suicide. That's a sobering number. The numbers are alarming, but this is not about metrics. In 2019, youth suicide became very real to Chad Starr. On July 1st, Chad's 12-year-old daughter, Sienna, took her own life. Since then, Chad has been on a crusade to share his message of hope and of awareness. I want to welcome Chad Starr to PBS Hawaii. Thank you for having me. Thank you me. for being here. Really appreciate it. Uh, I've heard your story before, but I wanted uh, you to share that story with, with our listeners on this program because mental health is very much a part of who we all need to be. And I love the fact that it's a lot less taboo to talk about, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we want to be a part of that and, and be an advocate of that discussion. But I ask you, to tell, tell us about Sienna. She sounds like she was a wonderful young girl. Yeah, she was. Um, and, you know, she, Sienna was very, very cheerful uh, and very talented, very artistic, very active. Uh, Sienna was in competitive gymnastics and was just always moving. Um, she was just, like I said, so full of joy and just everyone that got to meet Sienna loved her. You know, her sounds like she was energetic and certainly uh, creative, and and uh, was able to express her her talents mm-hmm. in a physical way, and also bring joy to a lot of people. Did you? I don't know how to word this, Chad, but did you see this coming? Absolutely not. Um, you know, I've struggled with my own mental health battles uh, since I was probably around uh, fourteen, fifteen, something like that. Um, so I definitely would have gotten her help if I had seen anything. Um, the night of, day of, I should say, uh, she had posted a few things um, to social media, and I didn't see those things. Um, of course, I was wrapped up in work and things like that. And um, so, she, like I said, she had posted some things, and you know, later on, I had looked through her phone, and she had been searching uh, for depressing quotes and things like that. So, really, it was just um, the only signs that she had showed were the night of, uh, and obviously, you know, it's it's hard to catch that in the moment. Um, but leading up to that, she was still just very cheerful. Even at dinner that night, she was making jokes and things like that. So, I would say, um, you know, just. Maybe an hour before she took her own life, she was laughing with her siblings and things like that. So definitely nothing out of the ordinary at all. You hear that. You Mm -hmm. hear that from uh, families who have lost young teenagers to suicide. Sometimes there are no signs, or at least not obvious signs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are. Um, it's, It's about awareness, but it's also about 
conversation, keeping things open. And it sounds like you had an open conversation with your children. So, you know, what's your message to those who who do have that channel of communication open? I think sometimes uh, we as parents can become a bit complacent and, and you know, we we view these, we view our children laughing and things like that, like I said, and, and we think, oh, you know, their life can't be that bad. They they have a, a home to, you know, stay in. They have food. They have all these things. But one thing that I've learned is you can just never be too sure of that. Um, and, you know, daily check-ins are super important. They are to me, and I think they should be to everyone. Um, because, you know, in, in a child's mind, tomorrow seems so far away and you know things can happen throughout their day um, and you know those can be triggers and things like that so I think it's just important to really keep those conversations going daily I think it's important you know it doesn't take long to ask them how their day was or how they're feeling or um, and definitely even in the mornings when they wake up and they're getting ready for the day you know I, I think it's good to talk to them and and um, just kind of make sure they're in a good space. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was uh, my children were younger, I I really enjoyed those times when driving them to school mm-hmm. because you know that's kind of a captive audience, if you will. And gosh, I miss those moments. And you learn so much in those little conversations right there. You know, you had to tell Sienna's siblings uh, of her passing and her and her death. That must have been just an incredibly difficult conversation for you. I'm sorry, Chad. Um, yeah, so that was, I would say, one of the hardest moments of my life for sure. Um, that whole, that whole night uh, is something that has stuck with me, and you know, we went to the hospital after everything had happened and and then we we had to leave with one less child Um, and I just remember uh, being in that room and everything was moving so quickly Um, it just seemed like Sienna's mom arrived there first and then a friend had brought me and um, it seemed like I was only there for maybe 10 minutes before they were asking us where we you know, wanted to have the service and things like that, and um, and I hadn't even told my kids yet. Um, so, you know, my kids were young, and and my youngest daughter didn't, you know, did she didn't really understand, and and I had to explain it further, and um, you know that that moment, <clears throat> excuse me, that's that's the moment I don't want anyone to have to go through. Um, especially, you know, siblings or, or anyone. Um, but, yeah, that was one thing that sticks out to me for sure was, was that night and having to tell them that Sienna was gone and she wouldn't be coming back. I, I thank you for sharing that, and I'm sorry if I um, made you relive something that I know that you'll never forget, um, that you'll never forget. I'll just leave it at that. You know, the sad thing is someone dies from suicide almost every day in Hawaii. 
And whether it be a child, whether it be a kupuna, whether it be a professional, a police officer, I mean, there are folks who are struggling with mental health and, and internal, I won't call them demons, but just internal yuck. Mm -hmm. um, you have taken your message literally to the streets. Tell us about the decision to do that and, and, and why you felt this was important to, to honor Sienna this way. So, you know, like you said, I lost Sienna uh, in 2019 and we were living in Arkansas. Um, and I knew within a few days that I wanted to help people. I wanted to share her story because I knew that what I was feeling as a parent was, was it's something that, you know, we're not prepared for, or there's nothing that can prepare us for that. So I had tried a few different things in Arkansas and, um, you know, again, I was using that as a way of, of grieving and things like that. So it was a roller coaster of emotions and I, I wanted to talk about it often. And, and I did, I shared everything on social media. Um, and I started getting messages from people saying that they had talked to their kids and things like that. And I thought it's working, you know, it's, I was, I was starting to heal through that. I was starting to heal through success stories and things like that. So I moved here two years ago and I woke up one day and I thought, I want to do something for the people here. I love this place so much. I've, I've been visiting here every year for around six years. Um, and so when I finally got to move here, I thought I want to do something. And, and I had, I had kind of gone a bit quiet on, on, um, sharing Sienna's story, uh, you know, during the move and, and things like that. So I thought that, you know, I, I want to, um, tell people here about her. Um, so I, uh, I'm asked this question often and I really don't know <laughs> what made me to, what made me decide to walk the island. Um, but it's something that I thought of when I woke up and it just, it just started snowballing and I just started adding all these other ideas and things like that. And, and when I decided to do this, I didn't really know anyone here at all. Um, so I shared it to a few hiking pages and it started, you know, gaining traction. So, you know, it was, I knew going in, you know, that I wanted to raise awareness. Um, and then I had spoke with someone and, and we came up with the idea of putting you are loved on my backpack cover because I wanted people to see that, you know, I, I didn't, I don't get to talk to everyone along the way. Um, so that message was just good for anyone driving by to see. Um, and it, you know, it applies to, to everyone. It doesn't matter if you've lost someone to suicide or anything. I mean, just seeing that message is, it, it's important. So yeah, it was just, you know, something that I, I thought of and, and, and it's still growing, you know, I'm still changing things. And, and I've, I've learned during these walks that it's definitely for youth mental health. Um, but it's also, it, it's helped me so much too. And, and again, I've met people through these walks that haven't lost a child to suicide, but they've, they've struggled themselves or they've lost uh, their parents or, or things like that. So, um, I'm really grateful that it's something that I just woke up one morning and decided to do has, has helped a lot of people. You've walked Maui, you've walked Oahu. Uh, you're talking over a hundred, what, 
almost 50 miles or 140, 165 on Maui mm-hmm. to walk the entire island and all in the same. Um, again, it's it's about awareness. When you look at the numbers, Chad, when you hear the numbers, and then the pandemic just really intensified that mm-hmm. that angst that some Kiki were feeling, especially mm-hmm. in uh, that teen years. Uh, they said that uh, in, after the pandemic started, one in four middle school students had suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's very troubling. And I'd imagine even if folks have gone back to school, they still deal with that because mm-hmm. of the social things that have changed in their lives. Social media certainly has had more of an impact. Um, this is a real issue across the world, across the nation, certainly, and especially here in Hawaii. Now that you call this place home, you feel that's part of your responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I tell this to a lot of people, but one thing someone told me uh, is that you can't save everyone. Um, and in the beginning, I wanted, you know, I, I was hurt every time I heard of someone else, uh, uh, that we lost someone else to suicide. And and so now I really try to, you know, focus on, on what I can help with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, like I said, when I did the first walk uh, last year here, I was just, I've never felt so accepted in my entire life by complete strangers. Um, so I knew that although my message is for everyone, you know, the people of this island really need that. And, and I started doing the research here, like you said. I mean, the numbers are, it's very unfortunate for sure. And, you know, if I can start here, I want to start small and then maybe expand in the future. But definitely helping, you know, the, the people here is very important to me. I, I can tell. And your, your genuine uh sincerity is, is comes out loud and strong chat you know your recent walk uh, this is how we relearned of your story because i've seen it on the news um, when you went to maui but your recent walk you know folks donated funds to your cause and 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 you sent it to mental health america hawaii because of the good work they do there that collaboration of voices is very powerful and our good friends at Mental Health America about you do great work. Uh, why, why did you, or how did why how did that relationship start for you? Well, after I had walked, um, I believe I had walked this island the first time. Um, I somehow got in contact with with Brian, and you know I met with him and and we we talked and. And I told him at that time I was definitely on a high. I was I had just finished that walk and I was I was feeling the love and everything. And I, I told him I said I want to do something again, definitely. And he was just all for it, mm-hmm. super supportive. Um, I had actually originally spoken to him about starting my own nonprofit and things like that. And and again, it's something that I'm still you know working on. And but I wanted to uh, I wanted to work with them. Um, I, I just felt such a strong connection to them, and and so that's when we um, partnered, and and he actually had me uh, do some public speaking for an event that they had on Maui, and during that, I uh, I was hearing some of the questions that were being asked, and I thought, you know, I think people here need this too, mm-hmm. and so I walked Maui, and again, an amazing experience. Um, was definitely 
a bit more challenging than here, um, but it was worth it. So, you know, when I I told Brian, I said, I want to do this every year on this island for sure. Um, and so we, we spoke about it and we worked together again and this turnout was even better than the other ones. So, you know, he's he's just been great. Everyone there has been great. Danielle, everyone has been super amazing and super supportive. Um, so I love that we can work together to raise more awareness and, you know, I, I want to continue doing that in the future. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that very, very much. You know, you talk about on your backpack, it, you said um, your message was you are loved. Mm-hmm. You also speak of being kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, your your bracelet here talks about be kind. That's, that's a strong message, too. Why why is that important to you? I, you know, we, we hear that so often, and, and I'm thankful that it's everywhere. We see that. But it's much easier to say something than it is to do it oftentimes. And... I think if, if, you know, people see me willing to go out and, and do these things to raise awareness and, and be good to people and not judge them when they're telling me some of their, you know, traumas and childhood and all of these things, like, I think it's important because just me being kind to people can help them see tomorrow. I truly believe that. And, you know, I tell these things to my, my kids. I mean, my son, he's 18 now, so... Um, I have a, a 10-year-old daughter, and, and but it's definitely the message that I've told them for quite some time and because we don't know what people are going through, um, and most people are going through something. Um, a lot of p- people don't want to talk about it, but, you know, it's it's good to know that they see these people and they can talk about it if, if they feel comfortable enough. Do people want to join you when you're walking? Uh, I'm visualizing. Sorry about the levity here, but I see Forrest Gump walking, and and he's just walking. And next thing you know, he's got an army of people walking with him. Uh, that which is just an incredible image in itself. But do people say, "Hey, Chad, can I join you?" Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was overwhelming the support that I got the first time, and um, and definitely this last time in May. Um, and I love that. You know, I this last time I had. There was maybe um, four hours from the whole time that I walked that I was alone. So, you know, people came and they joined, and um, some people walked the whole day. A friend of mine walked, you know, over 20 miles one day. So, but yeah, I one day I stopped off and um, I hiked Cocoa Head, and I had two friends that did that with me. Um, Wait, <laughs> you walked the island, but then you took the time to walk Cocoa Head? Oh yeah, I think God. that's a day in itself for me. <laughs> it was. I think I, you know, I wanted to just challenge myself, yeah. you know, because those those little accomplishments and that's what helps me keep going. So I I did that, but like I said, I had people walk that with me too and wow. continue walking. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just amazing to me. I, I I've told people before that's that's something that I've never experienced before. That feeling. Um, having that support and you know it's it's something that makes me want to keep doing it every year and 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 definitely do more um, Mm -hmm. because people are definitely willing to help and willing to be there for me um, because again I think it's healing for both of us it's also a definite need how can folks support 
youth suicide prevention. What, what's your message to that? I think we need to understand that we've evolved. Um, everything's evolved. Technology's evolved. All these things are, are happening. And, and you know, kids are going through a lot with, uh, I dealt with some bullying in school, and then I would go home, and, and things were fine. I was surrounded by my friends, and it wasn't in my face all day. But now it's it's not like that anymore. There's so much hatred and... and um, and, you know, of course, that, that stems from, from other things that those kids are dealing with, but it's still there. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, we're evolving faster than kids are developing and, and you know, what they're able to handle and things like that. So I think we just, we really need to uh, be checking on them, like I said, checking on them often and and knowing that that maybe they might just have it a little harder than we did. You know, I think it's hard for a lot of parents to accept that. Mm-hmm. And and not that, you know, it's a competition, but if if we can view it that way, I think that we can, you know, be there for them a bit more. And, and I think trying to separate yourself from everything that's going on, the chaos of everything, and just knowing that, you know, we need to be there for our children no matter what. Um, and... And I struggle sometimes, or I used to, with being on my phone too much. My kid's talking to me, and, I, and I'm just so focused on that. And it's so simple to just put your phone down mm-hmm. and talk to them, do something with them, sit with them. Um, because, you know, those, those moments like that, we can't get those back. Um, and, and in those moments, they could be, uh, they could open up and tell us some things that we didn't know. So I think it's important just to to sit with them and listen to them and, and be there for them as much as possible. Chad, thank you for stopping by. And again, thank you for uh, understanding your role now and the healing that's come with that, but really the, the enormous impact you're having on folks who you don't even know, strangers who are seeing you walk or hearing your story or for the first time or for the 10th time, because it's a, it's a real issue. Um, suicide in general, but youth suicide is mm-hmm. something that we can all have a stronger voice in and, 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 and an impact on, on young lives. You talk about conversation, face-to-face, listening, checking social media it's Mm -hmm. okay as a parent you're not snooping and Mm -hmm. it's okay if you're snooping because you never know right what's what's going on there i always tell my friends when my kids are doing social media when they're young i check Mm -hmm. you know i wasn't trying to stalk their page but i want to know who they're talking to right and it's our part of our responsibility Mm -hmm. as well well, I wish you the best, my friend, and this is such a great honor to meet you. Um, I can't believe you got an 18-year-old. Dude, you look like you're 25. <laughs> <laughs> but, Chad, uh, continued um, love for you, and um, you are love too, my friend. Thank you so much. It and means be the world to me. Yeah. Chad Starr, making a difference in our memory and, and love to Sienna, never forgotten. Mahalo new for joining us, folks. Join us next time, another week, another episode of What's Squee Went. Until then. Oh, we'll.